Good afternoon slash evening, depending on where you are in the United States or the physical planet of Earth. I am your host, Michael Schultz, for Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. This iteration of the Melonhead season, we are back with game number 13. One more game to go until we make our maiden voyage into the postseason. I am here alongside my good brother and co-host, Ben Schultz, and... Not bad for it being a Tuesday. I've gotten a nap. I already worked for seven hours, and I know you got back from your job at Best Buy. So, how are you doing? I'm peachy. I am very peachy. I'm excited to get back in the swing of things. I know you had to go on a trip to Tacoma, Washington, visit your awesome girlfriend, bring her back, and party along with my family for um, for a visit and stuff, too. So, it's nice to be back in the swing of things, but I'm doing really good. I'm really stoked, and uh, I will tell you exactly why, kind of in the fourth inning, I have a very special announcement for all y'all, especially for us. A new a new chapter is opening in Throwback Sports Productions, and uh, we want to have as many of y'all along for the ride. But more details to follow. Um, but for today, uh, the reason we're gathered all here today, I wonder why you're gathered here all today, is uh, because the Mighty Melonheads are one game away from the postseason. And they're facing down the barrel, the double barrel, in fact, of the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, um, they are fighting for their lives in the AL wildcard, I understand. And mm -hmm. they have a one-up on our previous team we, that defeated us, the Monsters. Um, so, uh, dude, first of all, this kind of scares me. But second of all, can you <laughs> shed a little more light <laughs> on the subject? Because this kind of is a little bit weird. All right, so here's how it works. The Melonheads... Of course, we have our we have our postseason wrapped up, our postseason ticket wrapped up, ready to go. It's sitting in an envelope in the manager's office, waiting for us. Um, the Blue Jays have a one-game lead in the American League Wild Card. They lead the Monsters, who beat us by one game. Now, if we beat the Blue Jays and the Monsters win this game and the next game, I don't remember if they own the tiebreaker rights. If they go all the way and they get some help from behind. But if we beat the Blue Jays and the Monsters win, then it will be absolute chaos for the playoff picture with one game to go after this one. So that is how that works. The Blue Jays, however, even though they might be a little nervous on pins and needles trying to keep that one game lead, they have something that nobody else has. Namely, the one and only secret weapon himself, Pablo Sanchez, at shortstop, and look for his bat and his speed to play a factor in this game today. So, Ben, do you have any questions about anything that's anything before we start this game? I have two points to make. No question, but two points briefly. One, um, they may not get uh, other, other rights, but they will at least get bragging rights if they make it uh, that far. And then second of all, Pablo Sanchez is in the cleanup hitting spot for the Blue Jays. And he hits third, that means. So if the first two batters can get on base, he's gonna he's in a clean house. That's exactly where he needs to be. So but we'll get into that later. Um but just uh, another reason to make me worried. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> well that's fine. We'll we'll have fun. We'll be awesome and uh, just kind of roll with the punches. So I believe, I don't think that's that's about it from me. So I'll hand it over to you, Mike. Um, we can get the lineups going, I believe. All right. So what we've got going is we will do the uh, Blue Jays first. Uh, and before I do that, I will give the pitching matchups. It will be for the Melonheads, Kenny Kawaguchi, 6-0 with a 2.29 ERA versus Chrissy Mulligan for the Blue Jays, making her maiden start, her maiden pitching anything for the season. She has not thrown a single pitch to this point 
of this year, but that all changes tonight. So I will give the road Blue Jays. Ben, you can do the home melon heads, and we will be off and running. Sounds good. Take it away. All right, here we go. Leading it off for the Jays at catcher is Brett Olson. Batting second at second base is Samantha Winslow. In the third spot, the aforementioned shortstop secret weapon super kid Pablo Sanchez. Batting fourth in right field is the ever-capable cannon-armed Raul Mondesi. Batting fifth over on the opposite side and left is Trent Sizemore. In the sixth spot over at third base is Felix Grant. Batting seventh and at first base today is Barrett Greenwald. In the eighth spot, manning the center field spot would be Dominic Hoskins. And rounding it off on the mound today, batting ninth is Chrissy Mulligan. Ben, take it away with the Millenheads lineup. All right, for the Millenheads, batting first on second base, Reese Worthington. Batting second on third base is Pete Wheeler. Batting fourth, Ahmed Khan in left field. Batting fourth, Keisha Phillips in center field. Uh, playing shortstop, looking the part, playing the part, Stephanie Morgan. Batting fifth. In the sixth spot is Ernie Steele, manning first base. Batting 7th on the pitcher's mound today, Kenny Kawaguchi, the K-man himself. Batting 8th in the catching position, Marky Dubois. Watch out for that frog. And running at the order, Ricky Johnson, batting ninth in right field. Let's play some baseball, my friend. Sounds good. Those are your lineups. Those are your matchups. Let us get rolling here. Game number 13 from Playground Commons, Jays and our Melonheads. So Brett Olson will lead it off as he strolls to the plate, and we are ready to go here. Kenny Kawaguchi looking to make a strong case for that starting pitcher's bid for game one of the American League Division Series round. Strike one to Brett Olson. Winds and fires. Swing and a miss, strike two. Olson trying to do some damage here early, but so far nothing doing. 256 average. And he swings and misses on all three pitches. My goodness. So down you go, sir. Olsen is down, and Kawaguchi off to a flying start. Indeed. So here is Samantha Winslow, feeling pretty dang awesome at second base today, looking to pull the ball. And grounds this one towards short. Wheeler and Morgan converge. Wheeler throws to first. There's Ernie Steele, makes the catch and two away. So now here is Sanchez, Ben. He only has a 210 ERA, which doesn't seem that high, and it wouldn't really be except in the third spot he can do damage no matter what day of the week. Swing and a foul. Oh, this foul ball reminds me, i got to punch up my little spreadsheet to give you the running tally of how many broken windows we have this season. Give me a moment. Ah, uh, yes. Lest we forget that. So one ball, one strike now to Sanchez. The pitch from Kawaguchi. Swung on a foul. And there's a broken window. <coughs> Excuse me. That is a call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. And so, Ben, keep that one in mind and add that to your total. I will, as uh, soon as I can find. There we go, all the way back in uh, that thing. So we are at, let me see here. We are at Playground Commons. Again, game 12 is at Playground Commons, too. That's kind of fun. Yep. Sanchez strikes out, and Kawaguchi gets out of the top of the first. Unblemished, no hits, no runs. We go to the bottom half. Reese Worthington at the plate against Chrissy Mulligan, as I said, making her pitching debut. The pitch is in there for strike one. So, so far up to this point, we have 25 total broken windows. Our uh, last one was in the second inning of our previous game, game 12, and uh, that would have been 24. So pretty darn cool. Um, and the, the most broken windows I think we've had has actually been... 
at Cement Gardens in game 11. We had oh, yeah, like, we busted a ton of those, didn't we? We have five. Wow. Did, we didn't we have a streak like we had like one per inning? Uh, we, yeah, we, well, th inning three, inning four, inning five. Mm -hmm. There were, there were broken windows every single inning. I remember that. And like it's on average, time. one per half inning. So one in the top, one in the bottom. Indeed. Worthington fouls that one off. We'll do it again. Two balls, two strikes. Mulligan trying to get her footing here, not just on the mound, but a feel for the whole pitching. And strikes him out. Good pitch. High curveball. Worthington could not hit it. So here's Wheeler, who's feeling really good, which does not mean good things for their catcher, as he will be tearing up base pads if he gets on, and he chops this one out in front of the plate. There's the catcher. He feels it, throws to first, and Wheeler's out. Good play. So a very heads-up play by the catcher, and here is Ahmed Khan, 525 average, looking to lamb base the ball here. And he popped it up. He got under it. Pitcher and catcher to get it. Off the catcher, and the pitcher caught it. So that's it, that's all. A scoreless and hitless first inning for Chrissy Mulligan, and a good start. We go to the top of the second, and Kenny Kawaguchi back at the mound. Raul Mondesi at the plate. He bunts. And Kawaguchi over to get it. Fields it, fires the first. One out. Good clean game so far as Sizemore strolls his way to the plate. So, Ben, for his record and for his ERA, Kenny Kawaguchi does not have a whole mess of strikeouts. He's mostly a ground ball pitcher. Now, I think, and this is my own personal take on it, as Sizemore fouls that one off 0-2, I think that serves pitchers better because their pitch counts aren't going to be as high, they're not going to use as much juice, and it's a lot easier to get outs that way. Absolutely. Speaking of outs, steer your out for Trent Sizemore. Take a seat, young man, maybe next time. So that'll make uh, two outs against the Blue Jays and uh, up Waltz's Felix Grant. But yeah, Mike, I, I agree with you too. Um, and I think, and this is also my own personal opinion on the matter, the reason he's such a good ground ball pitcher is because he knows how to put spin on the ball. He knows where to put it in the strike zone additionally. And this one's flown out, easily caught, and that's the end of the uh, top of the second inning. Up waltzes Keisha Phillips now for the melon heads, and we are back on track. Still a scoreless game. Oh, but not for long. This one has hit high to left field. Does it have enough? Does it have enough? Has she done it again? Yes, indeed. A solo jack from Keisha Phillips. A high fastball, and she turns on it. Second home run in as many games. And the melon heads take a 1-0 lead. 371 past the tree in left field. But yes, Ben, to your point, I would agree. He knows how to put spin on the ball, does Kawaguchi, and he makes very, very good use of it as Morgan takes a high fastball for strike one. So Mulligan, welcome to the pitching, welcome to the jungle of the pitcher's mound as Phillips, on the first pitch she sees, cranks one out of here to left field. Count one and one on Morgan. Trying to get her average up. Swung and fouled. One ball, two strikes. The melon head strike first, a solo shot to left from the one and only Keisha Phillips. 1-2 pitch to Morgan. Swung on and missed, strike three. So Mulligan, doing pretty darn well, struck out two batters. 
And now here's our new steel. Swung on this as a rip down third base side. Off of the third baseman, he recovers. Fires over to first. It's going to be close. And he got him. So a good play. Two away now. As Mulligan is trying to get through the inning with only giving up one run. A spitball in there for a strike. They want to get some uh, hand wash after that. Dealing with that one. So the 0-1 pitch to Kawaguchi swung on a missed strike two. Took a little bit off of the fastball, even though it was a fastball, but put it down in the zone and Kawaguchi went after it. Couldn't hit it. The 0-2 is fouled again. Another fastball on the outside part. Mulligan, pitch number 18, about to be thrown here, but not a bad pitch count, and only one hit and one run. The 0-2 swung on and fouled. Oh, almost got him there, too. So far, Ben's so good for Chrissy Mulligan, even though she's down one nothing because of the solo shot from Phillips, but she seems to be pitching rather comfortably out there. I'm impressed. She does, especially for a debut this extremely late in the season. She's pretty much keeping the ball in the infield and uh, kind of gunning down runners if they try to even look like they're trying to steal. So she's kind of kind of acting like the kind of person who's been like scoping the game out all season, and this is like her first chance to kind of really prove herself. So I've, I'm really on her side. Um, very, very uh, excited for her to uh, kind of show her stuff and uh, get some... Uh, experience in absolutely as Kawaguchi grounded out to end the inning and now he's back on the mound top of the third Barrett Greenwald's at the plate swing and a miss strike two Millenheads lead at one nothing on the solo uncorker by Keisha Phillips and strikeout number four now for Kawaguchi as he is putting them down in the zone and putting them back down on the bench fourth strikeout of the day and here's Dominic Hoskins Fouls it off. Center fielder today, 363 average. Trying to get something started here for the Millen, or excuse me, for the Blue Jays as this one is grounded toward third. Wheeler fields, throws to first. There's another ground ball and another out. Two away, and now the pitcher Mulligan. We have reached all nine batters of the Blue Jays. Swung and fouled. 300 average, bats left handed. The 0-1 is really well thrown for strike two. Mulligan looking to pull the ball to the right side. The 0-2 pitch from Kawaguchi. Swung on and chopped in front of the plate. Marky Dubois over to get it. Fields it, throws to first, and that's it, that's all. We're done through the top half of three one nothing Millenheads as Dubois will lead it off in the bottom side. So in the top of the fourth inning, Mike, um, I request to have a, uh, a short uh, time at the mic. I'd like to have an announcement, if you please. Of course. All right. After we finish the bottom half, the top of the fourth is all yours. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So here is Marky Dubois rips that one fell. And another broken window. Number two on the day and 26, is it, for the yes, year? Yes, sir, 26. Another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. I think they're just about closed. I'm not quite sure. I forget what time they close. I've been on vacation for two weeks, so I don't remember a whole lot. Forgive me for that. Oh, you are completely forgiven. Completely. Dubois takes strike two. Mulligan's still humming along here. 
but still down one nothing. The two two is just inside for ball three. Dubois not known for his speed, but he can have some contact here and there. The three two pitch. Swung on and chopped right back toward the pitcher. Mulligan over and falls down, gets back up, throws to first, and there's out number one. So Ricky Alexander Johnson batting 393 for the year. Nervously walks his way to the plate. Swag and a miss. He tried to pull the ball and completely almost came out of his shoes. 0-1. You see those cartoons where uh, people are s literally scared out of their shoes? That might have been one of those instances. Yes. Absolutely yes. Absolutely indeed. As he tried to swing for the stars and he swung himself right out of his shoes. Strike two. That was a better swing, but... An even better pitch from Mulligan. Up to 28 and about to throw 29. The 1-2 is curveball missing inside for ball two. Johnson not known for his bat, <clears throat> more known for his decent speed, but also his fairly sure-handedness for ground balls. And he can pitch in a pinch as he flies this one towards shallow infield. Second baseman makes the catch and there's two away. So we're back to the top of the order and Reese Worthington at the plate. <laughs> ben, if it were not for that home run by Keisha Phillips, Chrissy Mulligan would have a perfect game still. Isn't that think funny? About, think about that. Chew on that, brain. No balls, one strike as Worthington fouled it off. He struck out to start the bottom half of this game. And swinging a miss strike two there. Not feeling the greatest. But he's got allergies like me, and asthma to go on top of it. Ball one outside. Mulligan looking to make it two for two in the strikeout department of Mr. Worthington. The one-two. And does so. Strike three, high curveball again. And she's got that working. So now we're here at the top of the fourth, and Ben, you have an announcement for us. I do. I'm excited to announce... We've officially launched a Patreon page, and you can reach that. Uh, the link is in the description, but it's uh, patreon.com slash throwbacksportsproductions. What is this? It's basically a tip jar. If you guys like what you hear want to say thank you in a little bit different way, head on over to Patreon and, uh, and give us a tip. We have um, special thank yous for y'all who want to get on board in that way. Um, for $1 or more per episode, uh, you will have A, our eternal gratitude, your name in our episode credits, so each one rolling forward after that, and then access to our patron-only feed. We'll post like behind-the-scenes stuff, maybe a few bloopers, kind of make you guys laugh and stuff just to say thanks. And at the uh, $3, if you feel the want or the need, it's not required, but uh, if you if you feel it in your heart to give, that would be great. Um, in addition to the above, um, you'd also get to vote on what we do next. We want a little bit of help from y'all because uh, we like doing backyard baseball, but we kind of want to do some other stuff too. So periodically, when we kind of reach the end of a season, for example, we'll open a poll up for you guys and say, hey, what out of this list of stuff do you want us to see do next? So we want to get your input on stuff. We'll also be releasing pilot episodes to you guys um, at the $3 level if you'd like to give that much to just to show us, show you where we're at and kind of get experiments out the door a little quicker. So, um, but we want to make sure that like you don't have any obligation to it. You're welcome to donate if you'd like. Um, we just love doing this and, and we're just not going to stop. 
regardless. Um, we think it's fantastic if you guys want to just share it around and, and, and spread the word and stuff. But if you guys want to get on board on a little more uh, deeper level, feel free to uh, drop a tip if, if you feel so uh, inclined. Um, we'll use that uh, those funds to kind of expand our arsenal of stuff we do. Uh, for example, Michael, I know you wanted to um, bring Backyard Baseball 2001 into uh, the visual realm because right now you're yes. pointing a webcam at an older computer and uh, it can't really work too well on YouTube. But uh, you'd like a, a gaming rig, for example, so you can actually like screen capture that and stream stuff. We might even do some live streams down the line too of games we're going to do. But uh, just a, a kind of an idea of what we have wanted to do for a while and kind of have plans in the works for. But uh, yeah, if you feel the uh, the want to and the desire to, we appreciate you guys a lot. Um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash throwback sports productions. And if you feel any heart to give uh, at one or three dollar level per episode, we plan to release about one to two per month as it stands now. So, guys, thank you so much again uh, for just sharing and stuff. I really appreciate, we both really appreciate you guys. And uh, we're excited to potentially have a few uh, more on board and kind of have a more, uh, more of a say in kind of what we do and how we do things. So, that is all the mic time I'm going to hog for right now. But uh, thanks for giving me a little bit of time. No problem. Yes, it again, patreon.com slash throwbacksportsproductions. So in the top half of the fourth, we had a 1-2-3 inning, and here in the bottom half, Wheeler reached on a single, and then he's still second, advanced to third on a mistossed ball, as this ball will get away, and Pete Wheeler will trot home another error. That's going to hurt the Blue Jays, and they are down 2 nothing. So Mulligan, who... Tried to freak Wheeler out with a fireball pitch. He ended up hitting a wonderful opposite field plop it where they ain't single into left. Stole second, went to third on the throw, and then scores on an error as the Blue Jays now find themselves in a slightly deeper hole 2-0. Still not out of it, but Kawaguchi is looking very, very sharp. Phillips with the home run, her first at bat, and looking for more damage, but the count is 3-0 with the bases empty, and only one out. Yes, we are very, 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 very excited about this Patreon page, and expanding our craft to new heights and uh, new platforms. 3-1 count here to Phillips, Mulligan pitch number 46 on the way. It's a changeup, but it's in there on the bottom corner. No, it is a ball. Excuse me, hush my mouth. She walks. <laughs> I thought that was a strike. The umpire disagrees, and it's a free pass for Phillips. Well, all right then. So runner aboard for Stephanie Morgan. Looking to get a base hit or something. 0 for 1 with a strikeout. She does strike out a lot. She does have a lot of pop-outs. She chops that one foul. 1 and 1 the count. Mulligan approaching 50 pitches. And Ben, do you, if you are the Blue Jays manager, are you thinking about bringing in the bullpen here pretty soon? Or are you going to wait and see how this plays out in this fourth inning? Um, I would bring in the bullpen at this point just because it's later in the season. Uh, Chrissy looks like she's starting to sweat right now, and I wouldn't want to put undue stress on her. So I would actually petition for a swap out uh, sometime relatively soon just because the game is kind of important. And if I were the Blue Jays, you know, we're, we, we would be down by two. So uh, that's what my call would be. I would 
agree with that wholeheartedly. They This is a must-win game for them if they want to stay ahead where they are. It's two errors now for the Blue Jays, I believe, in the inning, <clears throat> which led to the extra run, and now there's two runners on base. Sanchez got handcuffed on that pitch as that ball is fouled way out of play to the right side. Ernie Steele at the plate. Double play still in order here. Two aboard and one out. Mulligan 52 pitches with this one, and it's ball one outside. So if you're the Blue Jays manager, I would say, Ben, to your point, yes. Think about start warming somebody up. Get them in if this gets tricky in a hurry. If you walk Steele, I'd pull Mulligan and then put somebody else in. But we will see how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. The 2-1 to Steele, who 0 for 1 his last time out, pops this one up. Infield fly rule is in effect. Runners stay put. Batters automatically out. Two away, and that's one huge out for Mulligan. She needs one more. Kawaguchi 0 for 1. Grounded out his last time up. But he doesn't need to do anything with the bat today. He's doing it all with his arm. Holding the Blue Jays scoreless and hitless through four innings. Ball two. Now, those of you that are fans of Superstition are probably screaming at your computers or your listening devices that I have jinxed it. It's neither here nor there. Whether he pulls it off has nothing to do with what I just said. As this ball is thrown into center field, and Phillips is going to try to score. Try to make it 3-0, and she will do that. Another misplay in the field by the Blue Jays, and that has been their undoing this afternoon. They're down 3-0 now. But yes, perfect game, no hitter alert going on for Kenny Kawaguchi through four innings. As Dubois pops this one up toward the pitcher, does not make the catch, and the bases will be loaded. Oh dear. Alright, so where's the where's the bullpen now? As Johnson steps up to the plate, Mulligan's still in and still pitching. Do I read that right? 58 pitches right now? 5-8, yes, sir. Wow. Johnson pops this one up back toward the pitcher. This has to be caught, and it won't be, and another run will score. Mulligan just looking bewildered and exhausted out there. 4 nothing. And Worthington now back at the plate, and Mulligan still pitching. What in the world is that manager thinking? I don't know. As Worthington fouls that one off. Bases loaded, two away. 4 nothing. Millenhead's lead. Ball one. Perhaps, Ben, this could be a case of maybe they're not comfortable with having anybody else pitch in this situation. Or maybe nobody else is really ready or up to the task. Perhaps. You know, that, that is a very, very good uh, kind of spin on things. Put it well. One ball, two strikes to Worthington. Trying not to strike out for the third consecutive time. Takes ball too low. And it's not that Mulligan has pitched poorly. She's pitched very, very well for this being her first time. It's just the defense has let her down at various points during this game. As ball is dribbled lazily in front of the plate. Catcher goes over to get it. Fields it, throws the third. And that will end the inning. We go to the top of the fifth. Mellon has put up a three spot. Blue Jays commit five errors. And Kenny Kawaguchi, with only 27 pitches, faces Raul Mondesi. Swung on and ripped towards second. What a stop by Worthington. He throws to first. 
Got him! Oh, what a play, and the perfect game is saved for now. What an incredible play by the little guy. On a bit of an off day for him, but he makes one of the best defensive plays we have seen all season. That's a definitely uh, a pin on his lapel, so to speak. A feather in his cap. Very, very a awesome. Without a doubt, as Dubois gets Sizemore on the ground out, catcher to first base, two away. Here's Felix Grant. Oh, for one. And Kawaguchi, he was fired up after that incredible play by Worthington. He knows how important that play is. They all know that he's got a perfect game going, and they do not want to have anything get in the way of history. Grant grounds this one back toward Kawaguchi. He wheels his way to first, throws over. There's three outs. He's perfect through five. We go to the bottom half of the fifth. Wheeler, Khan, and Phillips do up two, three, and four. My goodness. The pitch from Mulligan. 64 pitches make it 65. Three strikeouts, one walk, four runs. And throws the first. He is safe. So Wheeler finally gets the better of that exchange because he grounded out to the pitcher his first time up. Or it was in front of the plate at the very least. But he gets the better of it here as he looks to try and steal. There's Ahmed Khan. He'll take the strike. And there goes Wheeler. They play him deep and rightly so. They throw over to third. And fielded this time by the third baseman. Another stolen base for Wheeler. He has two official stolen bases, but the the uh, algorithms and mechanics of, of the code in this game would quantify it as three because he swiped third on the misplay. This one is grounded up the line toward first. They throw to first. Oh, they played him too deep. Did you see that? They were playing <laughs> so deep off the bases that Khan put it right where they couldn't get it. Catcher had to run to field it throw to first, and by the time he threw to first, the first baseman couldn't catch up in time. So here's Phillips, one for one with a home run and a walk. Takes ball one high. Double play still in order here. Any ball hit on the ground, Wheeler would probably be coming home. Unless it was hit directly at somebody with some sauce. Now two balls, no strikes. The pitch for Mulligan is in there for strike one. 70 pitches and counting. Wow. Yikes. Strike two as Phillips takes a pitch high, but in the strike zone, in the top right corner. Two two is just high for ball three. Would they do it again, Ben? Would they walk Phillips for a second time? They might. Maybe at this point, Chrissy Milligan's arm's got to be sore. 3-2 is laced toward left field. They played him deep, and that's going to cost him. Wheeler's going to score on the play. Phillips is going to second. Khan is wheeling over to try and go to third. A good throw into second. Phillips is out. They throw to third, and he's in a rundown. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Khan's in trouble. He's trying not to lose all of his juice, and oh, he gets back safely, but my goodness, that could have been a disastrous turn of events there for the Melonheads. Double play is avoided. Crisis averted. And only one out. What a throw there by the left fielder. I believe that's Sizemore out there and left. It is indeed. I thought he was going to throw to the cutoff man, Sanchez, but he went all the way to second base, and now here we go. Mulligan's day is done. 73 pitches, three strikeouts, one walk, five runs given up, and Dominic Hoskins at the mound now.
Ball one low. Stephanie Morgan, one for two with a base hit. Looking to do more damage. Runner at second. Fouls it off. One ball, one strike. Five nothing, Millenhead's lead. The only long ball was the solo home run by Phillips back in this second inning? Yes, second inning. Two balls, one strike to Stephanie Morgan. Back up to a 400 average. Pitch. Swung on and this is popped up towards shallow second base. Cannot make the catch. Sanchez Fields throws the first and that play cannot be made so Morgan is safe for the second consecutive at bat. Two aboard. <clears throat> Ernie Steele up 0 for 2. Trying to do anything he can to help his team out. But they got a 5-0 lead, and Kawaguchi looks pretty sharp. <laughs> the 1-0 pitch is in there for strike one. So, Ben. Yo. Two, two, two points of note here. One, Blue Jays have to go all out in this game if they want to keep that one-game lead in the wild card. So they're going to bring everything they have to the top of the sixth. Second thing. Knowing that, are you nervous as if you're in Kawaguchi's shoes because you have the perfect game going, you still have a no-hitter going as well, or are you cool as a cucumber and you're like, nah, I got this? What do you I, think? I'm cool as a cucumber, man. I mean, we like Kenny Kawaguchi, he, he's going on a perfect game right now, up five zip in the, I think it's the bottom of the fifth right now? Yes. Bottom of the fifth, and... Uh, yeah, I'm not worried at all. Actually, yes, I wouldn't be if I were he or him. That guy. You know, English, yes. English and words and stuff. The stuff he's I, one I, of the, I, I done gone to school for. Right, right. Yeah, he's one of the coolest cucumbers out there is Kenny the K-Man. Very cool, very chill. Nothing really phases him as this ball is dribbled toward first. The catcher is going to step on first, throw to third. Morgan is out, double play. Oh, dear. So that was the one thing they didn't want to have. Barrett Greenwald leads off the top of the sixth. Perfect game on the line. History on the line. Win number 12 on the line as Greenwald swings and misses. 32 pitches now for Kawaguchi. Three outs away. Three outs away from an unblemished card. Strike two. It's a, uh, a slight friendly correction uh, for you, sir. Uh, catcher steps on home, throws to third, not first. Yes, thank you, thank you. I <laughs> no problem. did not realize that in my uh, running commentary, and thank you for catching that. Greenwald not biting on that pitch. Two balls and a strike. Kawaguchi not phased, though. He does have a juice box to play with. The 2-2. Swung on and grounded in front of the plate. That will be over to Dubois. He throws the first. One away. One down. Dominic Hoskins, the now pitcher, 0 for 1 today. Strike one called. Kawaguchi, still cool as a cucumber, and we are flipping out here in the booth. Popped toward the third base side. Dubois makes the catch two away. And it all comes down to this. The former pitcher and the starter for this game, Chrissy Mulligan, against Kenny Kawaguchi, Two outs, 
Bottom six, perfect game through five and two thirds for the K-Man. He winds and fires. Strike one called. You could cut the tension with a knife up here. As Kanoaguchi going for history. Swing and a miss, strike two. No one in backyard baseball in this season has thrown a perfect game, and Kenny Kawaguchi trying to be the first. The 0-2 pitch to Chrissy Mulligan. Ball one high. Ooh, a little oh, sweat on man. that ball. A little sweat he, on that ball, eh? Just a little bit. Kawaguchi protecting the plate now, looking to uh, shoot it to the left field gap. Ball two inside. Kawaguchi not buying. He's still pounding on inside part. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed! Strike three! Kenny Kawaguchi! Perfect game for the Melonheads! 5-0 win! 43 pitches, 6 Ks, and all walks. And he throws the first perfect game in Melonheads history as he downs the Blue Jays 5-0. And what a way to end your last regular season start and the last home game for the Melonheads. Oh my goodness, I can't even believe it. Ben, what did we just see? I don't know. I was really expecting something different, especially because the Blue Jays had beat the Monsters previously in their history. Because um, I wasn't expecting them to a little get a little bit on, on the board there, but I think something, it had something to do with Chrissy Mulligan and her, her maiden start off for the Blue Jays, especially on the mound, and how long she got kept in the game. Even when she was starting to sweat, the manager was like, eh, we'll just hold out for a little bit longer. I think that was, that's what bit him in the, in the butt. Also, um, major props to Keisha Phillips for uh, getting the Melonheads on board for the first, uh, the first time this game. Um, that was that was pretty awesome. We lofted over left field and everything, but uh, they just kept the ball rolling after that. So Melonheads as a rapid lead or win it uh, five to nothing over the Blue Jays. Um, I kind of have a, a feather in their cap for for uh, waltzing into the postseason, shall we say? Um, Kenny Kawaguchi riding high. The um, the mighty Melonheads manager is going to buy the entire team ice cream, and as a, uh, a bonus, he's also inviting the entire Blue Jays team out for ice cream as well. All on him, um, but very, very good sportsmanship all the way around. You can see they're lining up for high fives um, on the field right now. So very, very cool all the way around. Uh, good throw show of sportsmanship. Um, I don't know how uh, well the Blue Jays are going to be. I think, are they out right now, or do they still have a, a fighting chance? Uh, well... Let's see here. Does it depend on future events? It does. It does. Worst comes to worst, they are currently, at the worst, tied for the wild card. And I'll have to check the standings here in a little bit. But, in fact, let's go and do that now. But anyway, a collective exhaling of breath here in the booth as the, <laughs> the Melonheads, with a 5-0 win, playing small ball for the most part. But the big story here this evening, Kenny Kawaguchi throws a perfect game. His best outing by far, and he's had some good ones this year. But I talked at the at the at the top of at the top of the broadcast <clears throat> if he's going to have a good outing here and cement his status as being the number one starter for game one of the divisional series. And this this proves it beyond a shadow of a doubt. He pitched lights out, and that was just an amazing display. 
of athletics and pitching prowess and skill, and he just he was just he was just grinning the whole time. I think he knew he had this in him from from getting up this morning or even like getting on the bus to come over here to the park. I think he knew that something special might have been gonna happen today, and he he proved it beyond a shadow of a doubt. So props to him spinning a perfect game, and he improves to and finishes at seven and zero, an unblemished record. Seven wins, no losses, and ERA goes down once again. But I also have to commend Chrissy Mulligan for a heck of a fight. Great job in your first start of the season. And who knows, we might see these Jays again in the playoffs, depending on how things go. So it would be very interesting to see them uh, a little farther down the line. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of jacked. I'm kind of stoked <laughs> about that. It would be kind of fun to see and hear and do, kind of see them down the line again. Maybe go off for another bout of ice cream. Who knows? <laughs> Could be mm-hmm. fun. Could be fun. Indeed. So, Ben, remember I said the Monsters were behind them by a game? The Monsters won today. Seven to six. Oh, they did, did they? So they are now tied for the wild card spot, and let us double-check the standings. The Reds have now clinched a playoff spot as they win the National League Central Division over the Wombats by two games. So they are on their way to the postseason. The Phillies, by virtue of their game and the Braves game today, they have now won their National League East title, and they are in the postseason as well. The Bombers wrap it up today also. The Rangers, I, if they, rather not the Rangers lost, if the Bombers won, then that's, that's it. So they clinched their spot in the American League West. The Central is still up for grabs in the AL. The Indians now tied with the Monsters, who won today. They are tied for the American League Central, so the Monsters have potentially two avenues to make the postseason, but they have to win their final game come heck or high water. And of course, the Yankees blowing everybody out of the water in the American League East. 12-1 is their record. And the Blue Jays and Monsters are tied for the American League wildcard race. Rangers and Mariners one game back. They still have a shot. If they win and the Blue Jays lose and the Monsters lose, I don't even know what's going to happen after that. I don't. I, I can't think that far. I haven't done the mathematicals that far out. That would just be nuts in a good way. It would. It, it certainly would. Um, and I know how you feel with there's just so much uh, space in that short-term memory for stuff, and after that it just kind of goes... So uh, I'm not expecting you to by any stretch, but I, I totally get it. Um, so, huh. well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the Braves, even though it won't say it, the Braves, if nothing else, will have a wild card spot because they lead the Wombats by two games with one game yet to play, and there's no way that they can lose two games in one day. So the Braves will have at least the NL wild card. I believe that is what they'll have. Yep, they will because the Phillies won the ALE or the NL East, so the Braves are your National League wild card champions. As they will get that first wild card, but the AL wild card is still very much up for grabs. <clears throat> and I misspoke before, I said the Millenheads were in the American League, they're in the National League. We won the West out in the NL. And we will face, I can say this with all certainty, we will face the Atlanta Braves in the first round in the divisional round of the playoffs because they are the wild card and we are the number one seed out of the National League. 
so we know who we're playing. All right. Well, um, it's a it's a proverb. I who I don't remember who originated with it. It may it may have been Sun Tzu who wrote the Art of War, way 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 back ago. Um, but the proverb goes, "Know thine enemy," and while there are no like enemies in the strictest sense in here, it's definitely opponents. And I think uh, just knowing who we're gonna face next is gonna get the melon heads kind of jacked up for the next game. So, very very interesting piece of it piece of uh, knowledge there as we roll forward into the postseason. Now, uh, Michael, I wanted to raise one point to you, too. Um, sure. Since we are cresting the apex um, of the season going on to the postseason, um, we do a stat cast. And I forget whether it's right after this episode or right before the World Series. Um, could you remind me again? Because it's kind of been a while since we've been down this road. Okay, so as, as we did with, I believe it was the Wombats and the Bombers Maiden Seasons, respectively, we do what we like to call here a postseason preview edition, which is, it's, a, it's an all-encompassing look at all of the teams that are in the playoffs, what the matchups are going to be like. We preview pitchers, we preview hitting, we preview, you know, we play the percentages, we do some spitballing, trying to figure out, you know, how things might go in this situation or that situation, who matches up best with who, that sort of deal, for all of the teams on both sides of the leagues, National League and American League, starting with the divisional rounds. And it usually takes about, yeah, 30, 45 minutes, depending. We try to keep it under an hour if we can. But we will have that after... So that will be the next broadcast, quote-quote, between the last game of the season, after that one's over, and before the first game of the divisional round. So we will okay. have that as like a, like, like a, week, a week's break in between kind of a thing, between the end of the season and the start of the playoffs. So we will have that for you after we finish game 14, which will be at the Astros. Well, I have the page up here. They will play at Houston to round out the season. But yes, that postseason preview edition will preview all of the matchups, the teams, who's hot, who's not, who's got a chance, what could be interesting, and uh, it'll be a whole lot of fun. A lot of stat cast, but a lot of a lot of good discussion, and a lot of uh, fun 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 ideas and matchups and stats getting thrown around. It'll be a good time. Splendid, very very cool. I just want to throw out there too. Um, <laughs> we love uh, kind of engaging people and stuff. We love just doing this for funsies as well. Um, and uh, but we want to get your guys' opinion on what do you want us to see do next? Um, we already have one thing in the works, uh, but after that, we don't know. I mean, we 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 may open the board to some other uh, forums, but uh, a way you can get your voice into the action is uh, going to Patreon.com/slash/ThrowbackSportsProductions. And uh, if you feel it in your heart to uh, uh, donate at any kind of amount, we will love you guys forever. Uh, we'll also say thank you by uh, giving you like behind the scenes looks at stuff early access to pilot episodes and a vote on what we can do next. So guys, um, thank you uh, for sticking with us so far. Really appreciate it. Excited to go into the next stage of things. And uh, if you'd like to contribute more, we really appreciate it. But uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. It won't take up more of your time, but uh, Mike, thanks for having me on board. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, man. Um, Great to be back in the booth with you and doing stuff again. But uh, our, uh, so we're, we're facing um, who are we facing next? I forgot. Houston, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Houston Astros. Last ah, game of the year. Fantastic. It'll be a road game. All right. So after that episode, uh, we'll have the stat cast, the uh, post-season, post-season preview edition. Uh, 
right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool beans. Yep. Well, dude, uh, I'll hand it over to you to close out, but uh, this was awesome. Good to see uh, the K-Man finishing strong, as they say. So, cool beans. Indeed. Again, Kenny Kawaguchi, a perfect game this evening against the Toronto Blue Jays. 5-0 victory for the Millen Heads as they are one game away from finishing the entirety of this regular season, and then it's onward to the postseason. First round, it'll be the Ameri- the excuse me, the National League Division Series against the Atlanta Braves, who, Ben, if you recall, gave us a run for our money on the road in game number seven, and we squeaked by with a back-and-forth 10-9 win. Yes. So I am really, really excited to play these guys, get another crack at them. It's going to be a fun, fun series, whether it goes the full three games or not. It should be a good matchup, but for now, we will put uh, put to bed this game and uh, get ready for the final game of the year against the Astros on the road. So, for my good brother and co-host, Ben Schultz, from everybody here in the booth, and from all of us <clears throat> at Throwback Sports Productions, this is Michael Schultz saying so long, have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will see you all for the wrap-up of the regular season. So long, everybody. <laughs>